You're listening to The Body Uncovered. I'm Michelle Bond, exercise physiologist and published researcher serving clients since 1999. If you want to dig past the magazine headlines and learn how the body actually works, I'll show you how to develop a can-do attitude with a body that you can depend on. Stay tuned and let's get uncovered. Welcome back. This is Michelle Bond with The Body Uncovered. Well, today we are going to uncover the core. Now, this is a concept in fitness you've heard about for a pretty good amount of years now. And uh, I guess in staying true to the sentiment of this podcast, um, I want to bring to light some of the things that are not super correct about how mainstream fitness um, portrays this term. And again, I am very thankful for the many exercise professionals out there that are doing the correct things and for the certain companies that are following the science in terms of how the body works in a physical way. And But for the most part, this term gets misconstrued on so many levels. So I'm just going to break this down for you very basically today. And in the next episode, we're going to continue. But again, the core, most people, if I ask them what the core is, they say the abs. And some people might say, oh yeah, it involves another muscle that kind of runs around the trunk or maybe some of the back muscles. But most people would say the abs. And really, the core, the term, came out of low back pain research. Okay, you heard that correctly. Okay, the core, there's two parts to the actual core. The inner unit and the outer unit. But mainstream fitness never talks about that. And they never talk about the importance of differentiating the two. Okay, that's why I have this podcast, is to break down how the body actually works so that you can translate this information into how it's going to help you with exercise and activities of daily living. So back to low back pain research. Um, What it was, was this particular researcher, he hooked up electrodes to um, the, re- the research subject's uh, torso area, okay? And he had them extend their arms overhead by their ears. And what he found was when their arms went up and they experienced low back pain, certain inner unit muscles or very intrinsic muscles that are supposed to stabilize the spine were not firing first. And for those people, another test group when their arms went up, he saw that these muscles fired like a nanosecond before the arms went up. So in other words, as the arms were going up, boom, these particular intrinsic muscles fired, whereas the low back pain people 
they did not fire first or anywhere near the timing of bringing their arms coming up all the way to their ears. I'm not explaining it perfectly, but you get the idea. It has this timing effect. Okay, and when's the last time you read an article about the core and it talked about activation and timing? Because that's what the research was really all about. And I think people should understand that. Sometimes I feel like the term the core was something that commercial mainstream fitness latched onto because they were getting bored of calling it the abs, truthfully. It's like, uh-oh, let's let's come up with something shiny and new for the public to latch on to. Again, this is just my opinion, but I've been in this business 22 years, and I've seen how particular people and companies latch on to very high-end scientific concepts, remold them to make them shiny objects for the public to latch on to, to get some type of result that might happen but might not because you just don't understand the actual basis of what we're talking about. And in this case, it's activation and timing. So it's not about ab blasting classes. Truthfully, you're only working the rectus abdominis most of the time, which is a muscle that's very superficial, so it's very close to the skin. And it's involved when you do that crunching type exercise. And that's an important muscle, though. It's part of the outer unit. But the inner unit involves four distinct areas. The diaphragm for breath, the multifidus, which is a local spinal muscle um, deep near the spine, the transverse abdominis, which runs around or, you know, in the front and attaches to the back. So it's like a, a like almost like a weight belt type of thing. And the pelvic floor. So there's, there's not one muscle that's more important than another, like the core group of muscles, like these are more important. It's the core, meaning this central inner unit that's deep in intrinsic stabilization of the spine. So it's more about the spine and timing than it is abs, 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 okay? And by the way, there was lots of studies done showing that ab blasting classes have caused a lot of injury. Now, they don't have to, though. I'm not against ab classes, okay? I want everybody to hear me on this. What has to happen first is that somebody needs to build a base set of skills involving what the research showed, which is about activation and timing. How can you do this? Okay, well, you can get on your hands and knees and have a neutral spine, okay, no really rounding of the back or sinking of the lower back. You have a nice neutral spine. Try lifting your right hand and left knee off the ground just enough to fit a small little thin book. And as soon as you lift that right hand and left knee off, I want you to instantly feel this bracing of the abdominal wall like there's something going on in that trunk area that's what needs to happen that inner unit activation happens a split nanosecond before you make any movement so the inner unit is activated it is the start and stop of 
every single movement. Okay, so to wrap this up, we are talking about very specific muscles of the core. It's called the inner unit. Next time we'll talk about the outer unit and some little branches from that. But I really wanted to get across today was the research that was done to make sure that people understood that this related to people and participate participants in a research project that had low back pain. Okay, so a lot of people will say, I have low back pain and instantly the somebody will say, a trainer might say or some other professional will say, okay, we got to strengthen the core. Strengthening the core is different than activating it and enhancing the timing of it. So there's different assessments and different exercises and those must be done first. Of course, any client needs to go to get an exam by a medical professional to rule out some dangerous things in terms of why they're experiencing low back pain. And if it's benign, unspecified low back pain, it's probably soft tissue. Okay, there's not a bulging disc, there's something not ripped, um, whatever serious things like that. But if it's unspecified low back pain, there are some things you can do, but you don't stick your clients automatically on a stability ball to do crunches to strengthen the core per se. There's a lot of other measures that absolutely must take place to, to make sure the core is activated properly and the timing is on and there's a set measured way to progress through training exercises to get that core activation and timing where it needs to be so that you can go on to some fancier exercises. So on that note, think about that, okay? Try the little exercise I mentioned in this episode, and I really look forward to meeting up with you again for the outer core. Until next time, stay uncovered. This podcast and related materials is for general informational purposes only and is not meant to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek medical clearance before starting any exercise program. The user assumes all risk. Until next time, stay uncovered.